In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Stephen. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. All right, well, happy summer, everybody. We're uh, joined in studio today by a couple of local developers who have a product out that you might be interested in using called the Truckit app. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? My name is Travis Stevens. And I'm Josh Delosier, and we're the co-founders of the Truckit app. Now, the Truckit app, obviously, is something that we can download on our phone. Why would we download it? What's, uh, what's this going to do for us? So I don't know if you've heard of things called food trucks in Oklahoma City or not. Oh, yeah. Big um, fan. Yeah, big, big fan, right? <laughs> we just came one off or two. Uh, H&A, yeah. um, you yeah, know, previously <laughs> the largest food truck festival in the country. Uh, and, you know, food trucks have really become a big part of our um you know, our environment, our economy, our social gatherings, they right? They are a staple of our social culture now. Absolutely. So, um, we... a lot of weight through this process? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can say that again. We all got a gut now. Yes. Um, so, you know, we, we just really are a platform to tell people where the food trucks are at and help them find them. That's awesome. Um, so... Obviously, you mentioned H&8, and we've got places like Blue Garden. I've actually already got the app on my phone, and I, I noticed Blue Garden, is, it seemed like, was always kind of like the staple. Like, Blue Garden is always listed on there. Um, but the, the trucks themselves um, go out on a, on a daily basis, right? Like, on weekdays, I know that at least once a week at my job, there's always at least one food truck parked up there on, like, Monday afternoons. But as I drive around... Um, I'll see them parked at, at other businesses as well. So this is going to give us a way to pull up a list of where they might be set up and open for the day, right? Right, yeah. And, you know, that's a reason that, and I'm sure we'll get into this, uh, why we made the beacons for these trucks because there's a little bit of a long process for them to log into the app and, and check themselves in that way. So we, we wanted to make a smart button essentially that will allow them to check in a lot faster so that we could notify the users a lot faster as well. And that's ultimately why you, you guys are kind of here now is because you've had the app out for a while. Um, I've used yeah, it for exactly. a year or so now at least. And this is sort of version 2.0. You've gone to this major overhaul. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, the interesting thing about food trucks and, you know, we love the trucks, you know, all the trucks here in Oklahoma City, these guys are hustlers, right? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. these guys are day in, day out. They're, you know, they clean their trucks and then they cook the food for the next day. And then they're out the next morning setting up to serve at lunch, right? Um, but they're focused on their food. And so marketing for a lot of these food trucks is almost like a second tier thought for them. Right. Yeah. And so you know, telling people about their location isn't their primary focus. It's serving amazing food. And so we're really just trying to fill that gap, fill that yeah. void for the trucks. Because I mean, like what John was saying is a lot of these trucks, when they do go out during the week, they're, they're already going somewhere where they know they have an audience and customers. So right. they're not super concerned necessarily about we need to tell everybody we're going to be at Leadership sure. Square because they know if they go park in front of Leadership Square, 300 employees are going to walk out of those doors at noon. Right. And they capture 10, 20% of those and they're 
good yeah, for the day. You know, yeah. I would say yes, but with the huge influx of food trucks that we've had over the last 12 to 15 months, you know, we're looking at now annually, there's probably 160 food trucks that serve in the Oklahoma Those City are, area. 160? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easily oh over 125, probably closely to that 150, 160 mark, because you're talking about food trucks coming in from Guthrie state. or Stillwater or the surrounding area. Well, and last day, day, eighth, we had Andalini's from yeah. Tulsa. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we've been to so many festivals with so many food trucks that when we saw one pull up from Tulsa and it was the pizza one, Andalini's, you know, oh, we yeah, bypassed, we bypassed all the local guys who knew, even Candice Gideo of Two Brothers Bistro, a friend of Gideo. ours. Is it Gideo or Gideo? It's Gideo. Gideo. She can tell us on Twitter. <laughs> but, uh, and she you know, will. She actually, brought, she actually brought her truck to our house one time for a, a backyard concert we right. had. So that's how cool the food trucks are. So even though she, we didn't notice she, she was parked there, but we went and ate at Andalini's and then saw that they were there. But we're like, wow, a new, a new option from somewhere else farther away in the state because I've never been to right. an event in Tulsa where I ate at a food truck. Sorry, Tulsa. But no, you know, yeah, I had no idea they're going to be there. They had something like 45 food trucks there this yeah. last time. And the, the food truck market in Oklahoma City is obviously really strong. But when you start to look at the food truck market in Tulsa or even in Stillwater, which we just actually went up there today and met with those guys, and uh, we're going to get them on the app. But these, these are emerging markets for food trucks. And so, you know, you're really seeing, starting to see this burgeoning of good different cuisines coming out of this right. of these different cities that complement what's already here in Oklahoma City. Right. But um, I mean that would be the one thing too that going back to like the example we just described, the thing that was always missing to me was I wouldn't find I work downtown, I wouldn't find out until two o'clock that oh Nona's right. was parked out in front of Leadership yeah. Square for the last hour. I could have gone over and had some balls. Yeah. Yep. But I didn't know that. Yeah. And you know, yeah, I'd like to check on social media and I follow them and I follow a few of the food trucks that I really like, but Sometimes in the middle of your day, it's like I'm not always checking Twitter. But they don't always they don't always update their Facebook pages, and they don't right, always right. put out on Twitter when they show up somewhere. Like I wanted to know where Snow S'mores was the other day, and it's like I know they've got to be out, and they didn't make right. any updates on Twitter or any updates on Facebook. It was because they weren't going out anywhere. But I could, you know, with this, if I check that app and they're part of that app, and I didn't see them on there, I'm like, well, clearly they haven't pushed their button. Absolutely. But I had to, I just sent them a message on Twitter and they wrote me back. And so I had a Twitter conversation about them just to figure out that they weren't out anywhere. Right. So, so well, speaking of, yeah, so tell cool, us about the button. What's cool about the beacon is that we're going to get to the point where so it's uh, Bluetooth enabled GPS, uh, geofencing. It's locating. like a little black box that fits yeah. in your hand, right. in the yeah. palm of your hand. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like a great button assistant. And really, it's, just, it's, it's yeah. got one button. It almost kind of looks yeah. like your uh, key fob on your keychain a little right. bit. Yeah. It's, fatter. It's, in, it's in the shape of our logo, right? So the, Okay, yeah. It's a yeah. fat Think fob. easy yeah. button. From okay, Staples, there you right? go. Yeah. It, that's what it is for food trucks. Yeah. It's the easy button. And what's, and what's cool about this is that we're going to be able to get to the point to, if Saucy wants to go out on a, a late Sunday afternoon and, and press his button, you know, he could easily have 60 users that will get a notification and say, man, I didn't know Saucy was going to serve today, but now I want to go get, you know, a slice of pizza or whatever. So we want to get to these trucks where they're, they're essentially like a brick and mortar, but they can go wherever they want and the brick and mortar follows them. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask. Um, the app, will it send me a notification? So let's say if they push the button, the app will tell me, hey, Saucy just showed that's, up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and that's the that's the that's point genius. we're getting to. Uh, you know, we, we want to make sure that we solve every problem as we go because uh, nobody's done this with food trucks yet. Nobody's nobody's even tracking food trucks in the United States. We don't even know how many food trucks run in the United States on a daily basis. The numbers are, are crazy. Um, so with this, we're going to get to the point where you could favorite 
your favorite trucks mm-hmm. essentially and you know where saucy is you know where hall's pizza is yeah. you know you know where all those things are by a text message and a, you know a push notification so that you don't have to go searching for them they're sending you so let me just i feel like i want to back up and so i get the app on my phone and I go in and I can find a listing of all the food trucks that have registered with you guys? Not yet. Okay. So you can find who is running now. You can find who's running now. Right. And so we're, we're about to release where they can post their full schedules. So that'll be in the okay. next coming months, um, which will allow you to say, okay, well, I want to know where Saucy is on Friday. So then you could look and say, oh, well, you know, they're going to be at Blue Garden. So you know that. Um and, and we'll get to the point where you can contact the trucks if you want to book them for an event in your backyard or, or at that point. But we want to make sure that we take the baby steps so that the trucks in, in us can stay as a group and grow together. You know, we, if we grow without them or they grow without us, then right. what yeah. the app we have is useless. I mean, essentially, you're not to make a comparison, but you're kind of moving towards a Yelp style thing where I can go in and I can see the, the difference being like you said, mm. brick and mortars have a physical address. They're always at, I don't right. have to ever wonder where the big truck tacos place is, Yeah, but I might want to know where their truck is. Exactly. The difference being is I can log into your app and not only see where they are, but then same thing I use. The number one thing I've been using Yelp for lately, honestly, is to check hours for restaurants. Yeah. It's just like I'm, mm-hmm. my schedule's all over the place. It's like, Oh, it's nine 30. What's still open right now. Yeah. And so to, to piggyback on that idea, most of the users that we find aren't scheduling to go see a food truck on Thursday, right? They open up the app because they're hungry right now. Right. And damn it, they want some saucy Sicilian. Yeah. She wants known as balls. They want <laughs> yeah. some known as balls right now. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what they're really using it for is that instant gratification piece. So. Awesome. Uh, do you have uh, have you had food trucks coming to you guys asking for it that you haven't gone to yet? Like, are you guys already kind of getting that word of mouth that this is out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, and even outside of the state, right? So really? we yeah, we we launched in in 2014, June of 2014, um, and over the course of this time, you know, we've really hit the Oklahoma City market hard, right? And so this is where we live. This is definitely who we want to promote. But as I mentioned, we're now in Stillwater, uh, Massa, Tulsa, the, the mm-hmm. Massa truck that yep. serves uh, empanadas and all that. Also um, the only food truck that sells cigarettes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Um, they, they're helping us uh, enter the Tulsa market. We've had interest from Boulder, from Tucson. Oh, really? From Tampa, from Washington, D.C. And so, you know, it's because our app is so unique in what it provides to the food trucks specifically, um, it's unlike anything else that's on the market. There's, there's several other websites that are sort of aggregate websites. Right. They'll maybe read tweets and, and, you know, source out a list of where people are or trucks can check in and post their schedule for up to a week. But it's not a mobile application. And there is right. no hardware, Bluetooth-enabled hardware like this on the market. And so this is really a unique opportunity for the trucks to not only market themselves, but increase their revenue, increase their right. status in their community because people are now see- seeking them out. Uh, we all we, we all develop our favorites. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so for the truck, what this button is essentially doing, we've mentioned it's Bluetooth enabled and all this, but essentially what it's doing is it's, like you said, they're so focused on their food all the time that like it's, it, you don't always stop and think of, oh, I need to open my phone and right. open the truck at app and go and check in and blah, 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 blah. So the idea is that this pairs to their phone or their iPad. Probably most of them are using those as a point of sale, like yep. the Square or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so it would just pair to that. They press this button, and then it 
tells the phone and the app to pinpoint their location, update that into the app, and so then if I had followed Saucy Sicilian yep. on your app, then I get the notification, boop, oh, Saucy Sicilian just opened up at 10th and Hudson. Oh, yep. yeah, they must be over at Blue Garden, mm -hmm. obviously, or... Oh, they're down by Leadership Square or wherever they oh, are. Oh, we've got Delmar Gardens now, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have oh, you guys yeah. all I mean, seen that? Well, the, that's the, the other thing. We've got, like, two or three new food truck parks opening in the next year. Um, One being Delmar Gardens, but then there's this there shipping container one. thing over off of 7th that's being built that's supposed to have mm -hmm. food truck parking. There's a place out in Moore. There's yeah, a, a, a new place that a developer's trying to, to put in up off of Memorial Road. There's really? one. There's a Route 66 food truck park coming to Tulsa. I mean, oh, wow. it's it's okay, so it's, yeah. it's blowing up. up. It's blowing up for sure. Now, will your will your button or your app be smart enough to say, "Oh, they checked in inside this geofence that is Blue Garden," so right. I'm going to go ahead and say this is Blue Garden. Yeah, and and so the way we built our software is to uh, learn from the trucks. So let's say Pitchfork goes to Blue Garden every Tuesday. Well, the app starts to read that location and just change the word to Blue Garden. Right. And so we start to build this, uh, and you know. We could easily do this with going to Google Maps and pulling business information and all that stuff and asking for their permission. But the point is I want we wanted the trucks to be able to build their own system. You right. know, if they don't go to uh, El Reno, then what's the point of me knowing every business in El Reno that they right. don't park at? So I wanted the trucks to be able to educate the app and, and grow it themselves. Well, and at that same note too, like uh, Junction Coffee tends to park right there south of where Industry Flea is. It's mm -hmm. not Blue Garden. Right. But yep. in terms of GPS mm -hmm. location, it, it could easily be misconstrued as Blue Garden. Sure, or Covet House across the street right. or something odd. Or by awkward. a Facebook business or a Google business thing. Like, yeah. oh, you're, you're yeah. basically at Blue Garden. So yeah. Blue Garden. Like, yeah. But that's cool that you can kind of. And you know, once you get into Blue Garden, it's so hard to get out because it's so packed and right. you <laughs> got to get a beer and then you got to get food and by that time your wife's calling you and you got to go home so we so almost couldn't even make it into blue garden the other H8. night yeah it was just a wall of people yeah, you talk about saucy uh, they so, they sold something like 600 pizzas that night <laughs> on h and eighth night at just inside truck. blue garden they weren't even at the festival right but there were so many people out and about that night that uh, it really made for a fabulous night for everybody. So what happens on a, like, so now H&8 has become this big yearly thing along with the Pro-Am and all in this Oklahoma tenacity deal. So what happens now when all of these, let's assume, best case scenario, all of these trucks next year are running your system. Yeah. And every single one of them sitting there going, bing, 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 bing. Right. And if I followed 20 of those trucks just randomly, all night as my phone's going to go, yeah, you'll be, like, be you'll oh. be able to control all of that. Yeah, you'll be able to go in there and edit your settings and stuff like that. But what's cool about the the way the app's structured is you go to Blue Garden and there's and there's forty trucks and let's say all forty of them are on the app. You can pull up the map instead of walking back and forth to find out where this truck is. You can look at the map and just say, "Oh, okay." You can map it and they'll walk you five steps to their to their. Front okay, window. that's awesome because Candace the other night said, "Well." I think Snow S'mores is here, or she was thinking about some truck, and she wasn't able to leave her truck to go walk from, you know, 9th down to 7th to see if it was there. And if she has that app, because we didn't know where it was either, so we went walking around, mm -hmm. yep, you right. know, scouting the, the site for yeah. her so we could tell we her where everybody was. We did the same thing. We were down at Nature Conservatory, and somebody said, I really want to try to find Flying Pig Barbecue. Do you know where they're at? And right. I was like, actually, yes, I do. And so I pulled out the app, and I was able to tell them exactly where they were at on It's like on that Hudson map at right the there. mall That's, or Six Flags yeah, where it exactly. says you are here yeah. and you want to go there. Yeah. Yep. 
Well, that's funny too, because the way we found Andalini's is we saw someone walking about, oh, with, it was yeah. almost two blocks south of where that's they a were. That's slice of Andalini's. But no, it was just, they had, we saw the slice of pizza and we were like, what the that's heck a good looking slice of pizza? pizza? Mm-hmm. And so we just decided to head in the opposite direction. We're like, well, they came from that way. So right. let's go that way. And then it was by the time we got to ninth where I looked over like, oh crap, it's Andalini's. Like, Heck yeah, let's go get some. some I'll have a pepperoni and a Mountain Dew. So please. instead of just wandering around, like follow backtracking, yeah, food you can, especially in a crowd like that, you know, it, it gets frustrating. And that crowd just got bigger, bigger and bigger and bigger. And, 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 if, bigger and, and if, if you're hungry, if you're hungry and you're trying to get through it, right, <laughs> what I realized that night because we spent all night out that night, mm-hmm. just going all over the place, and we'd had our previous frustrations with H and Eighth where. The way the trucks were set up, that the long lines made you wait an hour for a truck. It also interrupted the flow of traffic. But the way that they laid it out this year, where they spread out of some of the other streets. Well, it was like that last year because of Pro-Am. That's, well, that's what I'm it. saying. Is the combination of Pro-Am and H&H, right. the way they did it this year, and kind of spread out instead of a straight line, it made everything much more navigable. And it made it a lot easier to enjoy that food truck festival, I think the way that it was intended to be set up, the way it was intended to be enjoyed. Yeah. And if you could just get a constantly ever-changing map that updates it and something you can rely on every year. Right. It'll give you the confidence we, to go out we more. We felt the exact same way, that it was it was much much more um, pedestrian-friendly this time, yes. right? Uh, much, much less, like, pushing your way through the crowd than it had been in years past. So kudos to them, for sure. Yeah, they, they did a really good job at even though it was set up the same way as last year, for some reason this year, it, it felt a lot better. It felt a lot more, I guess, easy to get around and, and not as frustrating. And the weather was amazing. Oh, my God, oh. yeah, it was a perfect night. <laughs> I had a better night. Like, I think we, just to zoom out of that a little bit to talk about tenacity as a whole, like, all the people that came in from out of town for those races mm-hmm. got, like, the picture-perfect yes, snapshot of right? Oklahoma City this last week. Absolutely. Like, the weather was perfect. The with H and Eighth going off, and then I actually was at the race all three days because we we live streamed it uh, for them, the finish line at least. But it was just amazing to me to see how well orchestrated that was. I mean, because the sh- the the idea of shutting down so much of these streets and having these bike races, it wasn't even impossible to get around. Like every single time I was traveling, mm-hmm. and maybe I know the city well enough to know. Oh, I need to go back up this road yeah. and that one. But I was able to find parking. I was able to get where I was going, and it was there was. That's not to say it was like not packed with people every day. Right. And, you know, the mo- most amazing thing to me is, uh, you know, one of my former careers was in event planning and event execution. And to see Chad Hodges down there, mm-hmm. he was not stressed. Oh, he wasn't no freaking way. out. Right. I mean, he was just he was doing what needed to be done. Cool, calm and collected. So uh, yeah. good, good job by all those guys. Well, and here's something else, too, that a lot of um not necessarily city leaders, but a lot of our, our business leaders and especially our young business leaders who have been working to put together events, especially like our district directors, um, kind of going back to whenever the first h and happened, one of the things that occurred was lots of confusion mm-hmm. about, um, you know, permits and where you can have food trucks and where you can have beer vendors because our city hadn't really been doing things like that before. And it feels like now we're at this point where like everybody knows how the, you know, yeah. the whole bureaucratic system <laughs> works now. So everything, I think because of that, we're also seeing it run a lot more smoothly because everybody's much more experienced. We have that knowledge now where it, it wasn't, that knowledge wasn't there four years ago. Hell, even like half the people in city council didn't even seem like they knew what to do, but it's all been figured out and it's all been figured out 
much to everybody's advantage. And that's, that's great to see that, that progress there. You bet. And, you know, even our experience with other markets and other cities and the food truck regulations that are, that exist there, um, Oklahoma city is very food truck friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you go into some of those, um, cities up in new England area, you know, they can't park on a, on the street in a regular parking spot. They actually have to have a private location that they have to serve in and it's only you know for a certain time frame they have to have these really expensive permits to serve up there and so oklahoma city is really doing it right when it comes down to the the food truck industry here and and also because of going to um the uptown farmers market that's happening twice a month now uh, one of the things that i learned from that is there's also aside from food trucks there's like the prepared food vendors right Mm -hmm. Like the people that are selling their, the you know, pickles and their the snacks and, and pickles and things like that. If they set up on the street, they have to pay like an extra thirty dollars to the mm-hmm. county. I think it's forty five or forty five. But we found out that if they actually set up off the street into a parking lot, that they don't have to pay that county permit. Wow! So now it's even got to the point where we're figuring out these even smaller, more little nuanced ways to throw these festivals. And it's open carry within the barricades. As long as you're in the barricades. Most people know that. You can actually open, you can can get a cup of beer like at the pump. Be clear about what you mean by open carry. (laughs) (laughs) I said open container. Did I say open open carry? You can totally yeah. walk around with your nine millimeter on your head. Well, and that's what actually blew me away around about H and Eighth and the pro am is like every single day of the weekend that I went to the pro am, like I stopped by the Anthem trailer and got a beer, and I was like, it didn't occur to me. I was down at Film Row, and I had walked away, and I was walking down Film Row back to the Dead Center office, and like halfway down, I'm realizing like I'm walking down the street with a, just a cup of beer. In my yeah, hand. yeah. And I don't know if that was legit where I was in the perimeter or any of that kind of stuff, but it. What was really surprising to me was that, like, even if, like, a cop or somebody had walked by me, maybe an able commission officer would have been a different situation. But it was low point beer anyway. Right, right. They don't care, I guess. Like, I don't think I would have even gotten hassled. And Uh it goes back to that idea that we're getting so used to this. Mm -hmm. We're understanding that, hey, you know what? You can put people on the street and give them some beer and give them some food. And they're not going to tear the city down. What it made me think of is that I've lived in the Paseo before, you know, even the rise development started to be redone. Before the idea of the pump was even there. Mm -hmm. And I I even loved living there then, even when it wasn't yet a cool spot. And hearing that now it's, you know, legal within the barricade to walk around with an open container, like... I would drink on my front porch or drink at home, and I just walk out of the house at eleven o'clock at night with a beer or you know a mixed drink and just wander the neighborhood and the streets. Like, right? Was that illegal? Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> is that illegal? That is actually illegal. I did that all the time, but and not that. just on alcohol, but all you know, whatever. Jumping yeah. back to the app, though, like I'm, I'm already starting to plan your version three for you. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna have a whole <laughs> list. Please of stuff. love it. Yeah, we're gonna need um, one. We need so, one. So one. I want to be able to only get alerts within a certain radius of me. Done. Yep. I assume that's probably right. That was actually yep, more of yep. a question than a feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if they go to Tulsa, I don't, if, you if, don't, I don't need to know if they yeah, 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 I don't need to know if Andalini checks into Bartlesville. You know, so mm-hmm. you come within a distance of this and, and you get enough. Okay, I got one then. Can I have one of those uh, Bluetooth devices? And if I'm sitting in my house, can I push it and make Saucy drive up to my house? <laughs> You're going to have to talk to Saucy about that. That would be the ultimate. I think the best part would just be called Nona and say, can you come over? Nona's not going to be down with that. Well, that actually is an interesting comparison because we we did this off the air, but we compared it to those Amazon quick buttons. Yes. Like you can get the Tide button and you just push that button and then it's shipping you the next order of Tide. Charmin. 
Yeah. I'd, love, I'd love to see that go the other way where it's like, I just have a saucy Sicilian button in my living room. It's like, yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, if saucy wants to pay for their own app, we'd be happy, happy to build that for them. And I'm yeah. sure he could raise enough money with all of his followers. Man, I tell you what, everybody just, everybody buys a beacon from us. We'll, we'll build it. Yeah. It'd be fabulous. So what else? What, what else? Do you I have, have something there? else, and Aaron's thing distracted me from it. Let me well, here's another thing. Here's here's two other apps that could become combined because with that app and the advent of Postmates, mm-hmm. you could have Postmates uh, if you're at home. Have Postmates go to wherever the food yeah. trucks are and get it for In you. In other right. cities, that actually exists. Really? Yes. Not through now an app like what be. we have, but the individual truck has signed on as a vendor for for, for Postmates, Postmates. Yeah. and then you can you so can. So if you want to put in an order, it'll tell the Postmates. So truck you guys where they need are. to get with Postmates and then the back end connect yes. your app. So that absolutely. Gets so pushed. we can tell Postmates when they're running. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then good order. I like, ooh, I like that. that. I like that one a lot. It's like having food trucks open all the time from my couch. But one of the things <laughs> I was just thinking about was like during, again, we're going back to H&A because obviously it's the biggest food truck festival in the world. Right. just happened here like three days ago. So that's why it's all in our minds. Um, I was thinking about people from out of town and you were talking about expanding into other markets. Like I think it would be cool if let's say truck it makes it to Denver mm-hmm. or wherever. And then I've got, I'm here in Oklahoma and I'm, I favorited Saucy and I favorited uh, two Brothers Bistro, and I faded El Reno's Onion Burger. And then I travel into Denver. I want the app to pop up and say, hey, you like, uh, you like Sicilian suggestions. pizza? Recommendations. You Recommendations. Go check out this app. This truck over here in Denver is similar. Right. Check it out. Or, yeah. hey, you, you like onion burgers? We've got the Bronco Onion Burger truck or whatever the hell it is uh, out in Denver. Like, love and that. that way, too, when these people come in from the program and Tenacity next year, and they're standing in the sea of 50 food trucks. They, they don't sure. know. But they don't know. They can be like, oh, hey, this is like. Well, one of my favorite things, that I don't know. I, can't, I think the name of the movie is Chef, the John Favreau movie. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, he yeah. starts, yeah. He drives the food truck from Florida with his Cubano sandwiches to L.A. Right. And along the way, they're like, well, why don't we sell sandwiches? And like most older people he didn't know anything about social media and what it's like his 10 year old son blows him up on twitter and so when they get into like new orleans yeah you know and they go park in the french quarter everybody lines up and he's like how did this happen yeah so i'm wondering if there might be food trucks that maybe go on tour like the greatest food trucks in la drive from la to you know to to naples florida app sponsored event yeah Yeah. it's called the great food truck race and and it's hosted by the the food network <laughs> I want to be a roadie on that uh, right. on that truck well, actually, road that's, trip. That's pretty significant because I feel like that was that was the thing that Big Truck was on yeah. many years ago, and that was sort of right. Yeah, at but the they weren't traveled. Like they came here and made all the food trucks here compete against each other, right? Or was it? No, they it, they went on on tour. Did they all go together? Yep. Like from, so they go from city to city and they compete in individual cities in competitions, and then whoever uh, sells the most amount of food in that city. I guess whoever doesn't sell the most, the the lowest place team gets kicked off, and then the winner at the end gets fifty k and the food truck. Food okay, that they well, so that's, that's a reality truck. show competition. I'm yeah. just talking like a, a just a straight up tour. Like these twelve are committed, and they go to every city together and could, awesome. they could follow a bike race. Just they could. Fo- <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> you blown your own mind over there. Mind. Food, food, and, and bikes. Here's, a, here's another thing bikes. that I was thinking about the other day. Have you ever? Been up to Kansas City 
at all. Have been to Kansas City, yes. Um, one of, other than ribs and barbecue, one of their food staples is the uh, fried pork loin sandwich, which think, um, think like Del Rancho chicken fried steak sandwich, but there it's, uh, it's a fried pork. So they take a slice of pork loin and basically smash it flat, mm-hmm. and then they chicken fry it, and there's, you know, half the restaurants in town have one of those on their menu. That's just one Isn't of the common things. schnitzel? Schnitzel? I don't know. I'm not that familiar with schnitzel. It's, it's, Maybe it's it is. close to schnitzel, but the breading's probably different. But it's kind of t- it's like a it's just kind of like your large hamburger bun with probably the, like Scotty Scotty Ironi. Is that his name? The Scotty's Kitchen. You know, he released his country fried seasoning. Anyway, oh, I didn't whatever you're saying. Yeah, you just got to put that story. on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're interrupting me. Nice try. So, um, and then it's just like mayonnaise, pickles, and like shredded lettuce. And there's places that I've been to where they'll just have tons of those ready, like El Reno Onion Burgers, and they could just sell them like crazy. Um, well, first of all, I'd love to have a food truck that did one of those. Like, if we can find somebody to, I don't know, pitch that idea to, maybe make suggestions, throw it out there on the truck app. Like, here's customers' food suggestions. Can a right. food truck make this food def- item and we, serve it? We could it? definitely start a, a ride on Twitter about that. I'm sure. Yeah, like a demand yeah. for a food truck that doesn't exist. And then, secondly, to that does would Oklahoma City you think have anything yet that's their own kind of culinary? trademark is there something that's like unique to oklahoma city well, that I isn't mean, to anywhere else bologna sandwiches yeah. <laughs> we've talked about this before this is a good by the way this is a great form this to is pitch. oh for the, oh, the, the, county. the county our food truck called county all right anybody here ever been in county no <laughs> so in county <laughs> we're speaking of the county you, they, detention they, center they, county jail. oklahoma county jail is famous for serving bologna sandwiches on moldy bread that the sandwiches once they made are actually like four days old by the time they make it to you and there's so many people who don't talk about it but unfortunately a lot of people have been in county <laughs> and it's kind of like this little social club so you make a food truck called Wait, county and it's just got bars painted on it and all it serves let's fact check how many people have been in county if you're in this room out of these five people raise your hand if you've been in county uh, okay, so one out of five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know a lot, um, but I think it was just—I mean, it, even if you have it, just starting like you know, just like a, a tongue-in-cheek food truck, like just for now we're crossing like putting entertainment you inside like of a, the food on, truck. The, the menu's like number one. That's with mustard. There's something number entertaining two and is funny with about mayonnaise. It. Number I don't know. three number is Number two dry. in county is probably not a sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You name the sandwiches after convictions. <laughs> yes, you know? I like that much better. <laughs> no, but we, we actually do. Um, we talk to trucks quite often or people who want to start trucks and they ask like, you know, what what food trucks do you know are out there? Is there no. is there a niche that's not being fulfilled? Um, and it's it's so funny because almost as soon as we identify it. Yeah, for the longest time it was else. donuts. Yeah. Everybody wanted a donut truck. Everybody and wanted is, a donut there truck. There was one. And now I guess two. there is, but... Uh, the first one that I saw in person was at the Paseo Arts Festival that just happened. Uh, the the truck that holy fries rollers? the oh, little no. donuts. No, it wasn't holy rollers. It's uh, they, they they fry a dozen mini donuts for you yeah, on yeah. on order. Wait, Met, what's what's that Metro one called? Minis. Metro Minis. Metro Minis. Yeah, yeah them and Holy Rollers. They yeah. they both serve. God, I love that name, Holy Rollers. Yeah, That's know, so right? they're awesome. It you know, when they came up with that name, you know that they were probably like. That's it. Yeah. That's the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> what's interesting to me too, the, that specific case, like you're saying, is there was such a demand for donut trucks. And I think what's amazing about specifically our food truck scene is two managed to open up 
and yet they're completely different. Like, right. You, you don't go successful. to Holy Rollers and like, ah, I don't need to go to Metro Minis. Like, right. it's like, oh, I could go to Metro Minis and get my six little cinnamon sugar fry mm-hmm. awesome donuts, or I can go over to Holy Rollers and get some crazy s'more. Well, we've got like whatever, four different like, traveling snow cone stands. Yeah, or right. six barbecue trucks, yes. or you know, whatever. Pizza we, we even have so uh, truck it. We're actually the owners of a brand new food truck that are coming out. What? Uh, yeah, we, really? we we actually own a food truck. It, oh. We're we're partners. Don't ask me to cook. I'm, I'm more <laughs> no. I'm better at getting beer than cooking. <laughs> we we uh, we're partners with Made Possible by. Oh, okay. I know that you guys yes. had them. Yes, we did a show with them. Um, so um, we're we're the owners of the food truck, and we're going to be serving gourmet grilled cheese, and all of the profits nice. from our truck are going to go to the regional food bank. Beautiful. Yeah. And so we we pick gourmet grilled cheese one because it's easier to prepare, and but we also. Love cheese. And grilled cheese. Love cheese. Yeah. And there was nobody serving grilled cheese. Yeah. And we know everyone this. loves the, the meal. The minute we announced yeah. that we were doing gourmet grilled cheese, somebody from Stillwater said, yeah, we're already building a truck doing gourmet grilled cheese. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. building a truck that's doing fried so you know. pork loin sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> so you know in, uh, in Midwest City, they had the, the made, made in Oklahoma Festival? Yeah. Um, and do you, you know what one of the major competitions they had there? It was uh, grilled cheese... Gourmet grilled cheese competition. Oh, nice! And they had they had the professional side and then the not, the amateur so side. Have we discovered then Oklahoma's culinary specialty? I believe it's grilled, grilled cheese sandwiches. Because I mean, we got the I mule. So. Obviously, that I didn't even know originally that the mule was considered a grilled cheese place. Like it wasn't until many 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 visits later that it sort of struck me. I was like, oh, all of these sandwiches are basically grilled. Oh, okay, cheese. you didn't really. No, it just didn't strike me that that was like kind of part of the original design uh, of the, the thing. And there's a there was another grilled cheese. Uh, my brother always recommends it to me, and it's in Arkansas, Hammond Tree or something. Hmm. And it's well, a gourmet grilled cheese restaurant. And but Oklahoma City does not have one. We don't have a restaurant that I know well, of, a grid, a other than Mule. There, um, there is no truck yet. But even correct. the Mule, but I, I our, think. You could get some different things than what the mule does. Yeah, yeah. and so our our food truck, the first time we're going to serve is next month, uh, and uh, or maybe it's maybe it's this month. It June, is June well, now, June sixteenth. Oh, so yeah. so this it, month, it's already this month. So, so well, this will three be days from now, right? No, this this so will be actually yeah. four days ago. <laughs> Yeah, oh, four days ago. This episode is going to okay. be June 20th. So, we've also got to figure out we're going to be here yeah. in the future. Um, so, the, the this unique podcast thing, is recording in, in 4D. So. I love that. <laughs> the unique thing about our food truck is that um, Travis and I, we're not chefs. We're not going to be cooking. Made Possible By is not going to be on the truck cooking. Instead, what we've done is we've partnered with local chefs. And each time yeah. it goes out, it's going to be a new chef, so and it's going to be their yeah. take on what a gourmet grilled cheese right. looks and tastes uh-huh. like. That's and, beautiful. So, so you, you have a new reason to come back every time. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's the same idea. Like they do pop-up dinners all around the mm-hmm. United States. It's the same idea, but we're doing it with a food truck well, yeah, and then donating the money. That's we awesome. have so many cool chefs here in town. Like when we go out on a Friday or Saturday night, I can't tell you how many chefs we'll run into. Like walking around program, we you know ran into a couple of them, mm-hmm. you know, to get maybe the notification goes up on your app and you say, Russ Johnson's cooking grilled cheeses tonight. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, over in Blue Garden. Like, Let's go see Russ. Absolutely. Because right. people get to know all the chefs around here. So yeah. you know, they, they you have quite a bit of name recognition. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, the, the other interesting fact of it is that with, the, with H&H going to an annual festival, in my thought, and I don't know how Travis felt about this, but I really felt like there was going to be a void 
in sort of the food truck festival scene, right? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, you're taking one of the biggest, most impressive food truck events that happens every single month and you're stripping it away from our city. But luckily there's been a lot of other unique things come up. Mm -hmm. Not only do you have herd on herd, but you've got Western Avenues on the lawn event, eats on eighth. You know, you've got so many neat things. Plus trucks are pushing into areas where traditionally they haven't been into Bricktown, you know, obviously still serving over in the Paseo. Well, well now at Open Streets OKC is starting to do events in more places like Cap Hill, not just 23rd. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, it's impressive that our food truck industry, the owners of these food trucks, get along. Because in most, cities, oh, they, well, yeah, they, like they, they don't. They fight. Yeah, well, well they see it as competition. But here, you know, it's it's friendly competition. Yeah, and they figure if they come together and have a, a festival, then they're more likely yeah. to bring people out. We spent an evening with them at one of their gatherings. You know, the OFTA, the Oklahoma Independent Food Truck Association. Many of them, not all of them, but many of them are a part of that, and all get together and support each other. I think one of the stories that we heard was. Uh, one of the H and H's when it started to get really popular, uh, one of the food trucks completely sold out. They'd sold all of their product, but they noticed the food truck park next to them was just swamped and they needed help. So the people who they you know had sold out of their supply, their food truck went over and actually helped their neighbor food truck. Yeah. You know, they, they weren't even part of each other's business. But they went over there and helped them because they were so swamped since they had run out of product. The yes. Oklahoma way, right? Yeah. Oklahoma standard. Oklahoma yeah. standard. There you go. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it is because in that situation, if you sell out, obviously you're no longer in the competition of that. You're not competing yeah. for anybody's customers right. at that point because you're done. So if you look over there and there's 75 people at that line, and you know that there's already this thing about, oh, waiting in lines at food truck. It's still in your best interest as a food truck to help that right, line right. move. Because yeah. then you're helping change that perception of the customers that like, oh, yeah, these food truck things aren't so bad. The line start, yeah, it's a little long, but it moves. That's true because your food truck it. does get sometimes just caught up in the whole concept of, oh, food truck. Like I, one food truck makes you mad and you're like, I don't want to go to food trucks now. Right. Because yeah. one of them, even though it's not your business, they made someone mad and now they don't want to come to you. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting part of our app, too, is that, you know, all these trucks are essentially competing for real estate on our app, right? So when you open it up, if there's 20 trucks on there, you have to scroll to see who Uh, all, you know, is is actually serving and where they're serving and all that. But it's that whole rising tide raises all ships mentality mm -hmm. of if we're all doing good, then we're going to raise the whole industry here in Oklahoma City and everybody benefits, well, I think it's great. And I, I love, it's funny to me that I joked earlier that I was going to offer you um, feature requests or ideas for your next version. Because honestly, when I first learned about your app, um, it was, I don't know, like I said, maybe a year, year and a half ago. It was right about the time that I really started becoming aware of beacons nice. really started going out. Facebook was releasing their beacons and the people doing it. And I actually had the thought, I was like, oh man, those guys need to hook up on this beacon kick yeah. and put a beacon in these trucks. So I really... It, it's very, uh, I appreciate when, especially locally, we start to, um, no, hold on, right behind you. Aaron just spilled beer all over all over the new the place. Uh, the and new now he's putting a microphone in the beer behind you, Aaron. That's all right. I mean, you know, luckily you have waterproof technology, just yeah. like our beacon on our food truck app is called waterproof. Truck so it's in OKC, which you can download for free on the iTunes water, store. Water resistant. And, uh, water resistant. Google Play. Yeah. 
Wait, so, 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 so give us that info again. Yeah, so it's, it's totally free for all users uh, to download both on iTunes and on Google Play. Uh, you can find us online at thetruckitapp.com. Um, follow us on social media. We have a pretty good following, and all the trucks who are signed up on our app, we make sure and really promote them on social media. So not only are they getting the benefit of the app, but they're also getting the benefit of our reach on social media. So, nice. um, yeah, yeah, kudos just, to Josh for that. I mean, yeah. this guy is, I don't think his phone ever leaves his right hand. Probably not. It's also on his Apple Watch, so he can keep up with just all the Twitter. You want one? Uh, yeah, are you gonna spill it? <laughs> so, 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 you, so you're almost kind of like a, a cybernetic organism at this point in time. Yeah, you know, um, my app or my my wife is the uh, vice president of Downtown uh-huh. OKC Incorporated, and so she's done all social media and events and all that sort of stuff for years. So between the two of us, I mean, we are. We're social media up, yeah. we're vented up, I mean, all over the place. It's just part of our lives. So, hey, thanks, man. That looks yeah. delicious. Aaron, Aaron's in here opening Aaron, up. Aaron, those are twist-offs. What the heck are you doing? Are they really? Did you even try? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Aaron's opening up beer bottles with a lighter and just spewing beer all over the place. It, it, you can it just was flip impressive. it over, right? Can't you? <laughs> yeah. No, no you can't because you it's can. a very specific shape. It's not a square. It's a trapezoid. Oh, hey, look, uh, it's on my pants. But the oh. other the other food truck that I'm going to be opening, um, it's uh, Gourmet Nachos. Oh, so that'll nice. be the uh, the one have, uh, nice that comes story. after I open up the it, pork loin sandwich. One of the most important things about Gourmet Nachos is that the boat or what you put it in is substantial enough that I don't get it on my clothes. Mm-hmm. That's Duly noted. That's important. Duly noted. Especially yeah. to my wife because when I get my shirt dirty, <laughs> it's events over. That would actually be <laughs> pretty home. easy to right. think about it because like. <laughs> None of your, I mean, you just, your ingredients, you just throw on top and then run it through a, like a conveyor oven that just knocks that stuff out. Yeah, I would love to easy. see a gourmet fry truck. French fries. Uh, we right, don't have right. a poutine truck. Yes. Yeah, that's Actually, true. Actually, that's what, uh, that would be a good idea for the pump. I want to see off. a truck that's just they full take of mixologists that and they're just making all kinds of amazing drinks. That's mixologists? Yeah. See now, that's the where our licensing here in Oklahoma. Yes. Right. So yeah. Well, yeah, because it's because yeah. that's just not going to happen. No, it's not, not. They make not it a pain in the ass to serve alcohol out of a food truck. Yeah, but the pump already has like the best tots in the city. Sorry, yeah. Sonic, but I, I think they kicked your. No, butt. they do. They kick. Yeah. And they were already talking about doing like a updated menu of like make build your own style gourmet tots. Like and they've nice. got that airstream that they've been sitting on for a while. I feel they've like been they've been talking got, they about the it. They promised it to us this summer. Yeah. They got the pieces of this puzzle. So. They promised me a food truck open till 4 a.m. Whoa. Wow. That would be amazing. Hey, the, uh, um, we get a lot of food trucks who decide that they want to get out of the business. Yeah. And so uh, we know of pr- pretty much any given time, we know of two or three trucks that are for sale. So if any of your listeners are interested in starting a food truck, we could definitely help hook them up with uh, some sellers and maybe we could get nachos that's a great idea fried pork loins and normally normally they're getting out of the food trick industry not because they're not making money but because they're going to school to be a pharmacist or they're they're changing their entire career they want to do something different at that point um i learned of another sandwich i was not aware of um that is very popular (laughs) as late night food in halifax nova scotia it's called a. Are you in the Wikipedia <laughs> entry called Sandwich? No, I'm not. It's they're called they're called Donairs. D O N A I R. So, like, if you're in the late night scene in Halifax, if you happen to be in Nova Scotia of all places, well, tell us what the sandwich is. It's like a it's like a gyro. 
Euro. Euro. It's like a euro, <laughs> but instead of, instead of lamb meat, it's beef. And instead of tzatziki sauce, it's actually um, kind of more of like a sweet sauce. Mm, um, like but it, it looks like a gyro. Yeah. Anyway, that's their that's their late night food, you know, mm. as opposed to like burritos or something, donairs. So if you had like a poutine truck, it could also serve donairs. I don't know, just saying. There's, there's all, all kinds, kinds of, there's all French kinds dip of truck options. Call it north of the border. There you go, north of the border. You, you know what? Uh, <laughs> Canada is really, really great about their food truck associations up there. Oh, what are they they are very well organized. They're all sort of set up and ready to go. How'd you come to know that? Uh, research. I mean, <laughs> he's in the business. You're gonna have yeah. to get a dot right? you know. He's gonna rewrite. He's already planning Wikipedia on going international. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to do it in Oklahoma have you City. Been, have you been up there? Have you? No, I've actually never been uh, to Canada. Um, I've barely. I just been, forced him to California. Like yeah, just a couple weeks. The first ago. time I went to California. Where'd you go? Uh, we went to San Francisco Ooh, and nice. to Napa Valley, nice. which was went to uh, a food truck event. It was awesome, but it was cold. But it was yeah. awesome, San Francisco. Yeah, there, there's actually uh, the coldest summer I ever spent, or the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. Yeah, <laughs> it was beautiful. It was, um, but there's there's several uh, companies up there that their whole thing is they organize events for food trucks, and so they'll go scout the location, they'll set it all up, they'll uh, get the permitting for the event, and all they're, that. They're a mobile blue garden. Yeah, they're wow. a mobile blue garden. Wow, that's an interesting idea. A mobile idea. blue garden. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Really a, cool. A food a truck park for food trucks. Mobile truck. I'm trying to come up with an interesting way to describe that. Just say it's awesome. It is awesome. Yes. Yeah. It is awesome. So I mean, are your aspirations for the truck it app are I mean, are you guys like, yeah, we're going nationwide. We're gonna be international in two yeah, years. Correct. We're gonna yeah. be dominating the planet in five, like I think so. Um, yeah. You know, we, we're definitely pushing um, to other markets with with the nature of our app. It's a chicken or egg situation. You got to have trucks to make it valuable for the users, but you got to have users to make it valuable for the trucks. And so we can't just say, you know, we're going to be Yelp and we're everywhere right now. We have to say, all right, we're going to be truck it in Oklahoma City and in Tucson and mm-hmm. in Tampa, and yep. then after we get after we hit a critical mass then I think that we could push out to a nationwide platform, but we have to be city by city by city as we grow. Yep. So. I know it's important to make sure that we're doing right by the city. You know, it's one of the reasons we haven't taken our app out of Oklahoma City is we want to make sure that all the trucks here are happy with what we're making. Yeah. And, you know, there's glitches and we're fixing them and we're growing. And we want to make sure we grow with the right people because then we'll, we'll be good forever. We'll have that backbone that we can just build off of. If we just hop from city to city and we're like, here, download our app. It's great. Download our app. It's not it's not as important to us as it, as it actually is. You know, trucks are – these guys are passionate about their food. They're passionate. Yeah. They work their ass off. So I don't want to put something in their pocket that – they're embarrassed about, you know, it's the last thing we want to do. So just making sure we're doing right by them and, and make sure the users can find them and eat some amazing food. So you made me great. remember one of my feature requests. Oh, good. This is, this one might be good. This would be work though, but I think this could be very valuable. We mentioned how friendly uh, Oklahoma city is to food trucks in terms of the permitting and all that kind of jazz. You guys need to incorporate that information into your app. So as a food truck operator, I can go into my schedule and say, okay, in three weeks I'm driving to, Tulsa, and you pop and be like, "Oh, well, fourteen days out, you need to pull this permit. You know, right. you need to do yeah. this." Oh. That's a great idea. That's wow. a great idea. In terms of reaching these other markets, I mean, I think it's helpful to know 
Oh, there's they this are weird taking kooky. volunteers, Stephen. To yeah. write weird, that part of the there's app. a weird right. kooky thing about putting your <laughs> Even food vendor just get in the, the street versus a private parking lot. You know, don't do that. Or, or hey, you just put in a location like, uh, you know, not to say that, but like some place like Bricktown, who's sometimes notoriously unwelcoming to food trucks, or has been at least in the past. It's like, oh, you need to check with the local. Sure. Um, first, let me do a little PSA that Bricktown is friendly to food trucks. <laughs> uh, just my, my yeah. wife will kick my check ass yourself. if I don't say that. Well, so. and I can, and, and, uh, and I know her well enough, and she knows me well enough to know that I am. I operate in Bricktown. I work down there. Yes. I have personally f- experienced situations. Yes, and it's not that Bricktown doesn't want food trucks. It's that. There's some special circumstances that it previously have caused Correct. some things to. As a district, as a district, they, they're totally fine with food trucks. Mm. It's some internal politics that right. are that are uh, complicating the situation. But to go back to your uh, permitting stuff, it's so. I, I love the idea, and actually, when we were when we were building out our food truck and getting our permits to serve uh, the food for all food truck. We went through that permitting situation and I looked all over the internet to try to find the perfect like how-to guide right. of starting a food truck, right? Well, starting a food truck in Oklahoma City is different than mm-hmm. in Norman or Midwest City or Yukon or even all these small you know, uh, municipalities around Oklahoma City, they're all different. Right. And so to create some sort of comprehensive guide would be damn near impossible. But I love the idea. Love it. Yeah, so the guy would just say, learn the, regula- re- learn the regulations in your city or municipality. That's yeah. about all yeah. you can say. Well, and ultimately, I mean, this could be a phase. You start with like, oh, I found the link. So it's like, oh, by the way, here's the link to the okc.gov site right. that yeah. tells you. Well, and hopefully the individual least, food truck associations are go. doing that for right. well, you know, their trucks. If every city made it, you got to admit that if, if you go to Oklahoma City's special events permitting section, like they kind of make it pretty easy to understand i mean everything's right there yep there's links to everything everything's kind of laid out for you there's a lot there right but it's not hard to find yeah yeah sure absolutely and um what i was really looking for is something like okay 21 days out you should really be doing this and talking to these people you know 17 days out after you get this thing now talk to this guy don't forget to call this office back. Yes. yes. And schedule your appointment. That's There's a two-week wait on that appointment. Schedule it now so that way in two leave, weeks you Leave yourself enough lead time just in case there needs to be a follow-up appointment. Boom. Right. Yes, absolutely. That sounds like a whole separate app altogether. I'm it looking does. for some legislation and that might need to be written in the future that'll make a little... It sounds like a secretary. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that is where food truck associations and even organizations like downtown Oklahoma City and other places come in. Because like you're saying, they're becoming so familiar at this point with the process. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about a food truck or you're thinking about an event... I guarantee you, you could call any of these people we're talking about, the Chad Hodges, the oh. Brian Bergmans, the Jill Delosiers, sure. the whoever, and just be like, hey, I have this idea. Can you give me some pointers? And they'll go, okay, yeah. First, you need to call Drew over here. You need to do that 90 days out. Yep. And he's right. going to tell you five things you need to do. Well, and you know how I got Two Brothers Bistro out to my house? I called Candace and said, hey, what do we need to do to make this happen? And she yeah. goes, this, 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 this. Yeah. And then that happened. Well, and the greatest thing, and, and I think that there's this mystique about food trucks they're just people. Right. Yeah. I, I, they're just right. small business owners that their their business happens to be on wheels. Right. Just call them. Just like call go them. to them, introduce yourself. These these guys who own these food trucks, 
they love to meet their customers. And they, a lot they of them are partiers, really outgoing. Like, if you ever met uh, Lalo, you know? Oh, sure. <laughs> First time we, we <laughs> talked to Lalo uh, about the food truck app, we stayed at McNeely's till just about closing time. <laughs> yeah. Did you see him at h and He was standing on top of his truck taking pictures of the crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. He's a good dude. But there I think we... Didn't we meet you at that Awifta party? Yeah, yeah, yes. we were there. Absolutely. Okay, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah. So we, we've been good friends of of, of Awifta since its yeah. founding. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, the night that we first uh, introduced our app to anybody outside of the two of us, it was to Lalo at McNelly's. Oh, After wow. an H and eight, we went over there and we sat down and we said, "Hey, you don't know us, but here's our idea. What do you think?" Yeah, it was. I mean, it was cool. H and eight. It was crazy. He was sweating. He was tired. And we went up to him. And was like, "Hey, when you get done closing up shop." We're going to be at McNeely's. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to just have buy you a beer. He came over. You know, we had a couple of beers. Right. We talked and, and we've created a relationship. So, and that's what's great about this city. You could do that mm-hmm. to anyone in this city. And if they care enough, then they'll help you. I mean, what, what a perfect, great example yeah. of right. that right there. I mean, just go up and start talking to somebody and yep. get your idea. So our listeners... Somebody start a fried pork loin truck. Fried, fried pork loin sandwich truck. Uh, gourmet nachos. Gourmet nachos. Gourmet fries. Yes. Yeah. Poutine. 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 Which is gourmet. Right? Which gourmet is gourmet fries. Yeah, you can combine those two. We only want gourmet stuff. Yeah, only gourmet. <laughs> only gourmet. And, and, and yeah. bologna. Bologna sandwiches. Really shitty bologna sandwiches. Um, and, uh, and donairs. <laughs> I'm not sold on donairs. What, what was that again? <laughs> the, that's, like the, that's like the Canadian version of the gyro. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. I'd rather just have a gyro. Yeah. I'll just have, I'll just have a gyro. I'll just go to, to let's do Greek and let's, let's there you just go. get a gyro. Well, Couldn't the poutine truck serve? By the way, let's yeah, do oh, you're right. Donairs. You're right. They could totally combine. They let's do Greek. Be, yeah, because they're going to have the beef fries. and they're going to have. Yeah, they do have beef yeah. Wait, let's do Greek has amazing fries. Yeah, they have yeah. thunder fries. Oh, oh my gosh. Wait, what are thunder fries? They're thunder hummus. Their thunder sauce is like this. Pesto, jalapeno. It's amazing. That they'll put on fries or they'll put in hummus or they'll put it, and it's just. They could put it on a spoon and I would eat it. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And they sell it in just in jars. Is there any way we can figure out if they're out somewhere right now? If only we had an app. (laughs) Oh, if there was an app. If only there was an app. There's an app for that. (laughs) So, one more time, how can we find Truck It App? Yep. So, uh, find us online at thetruckitapp.com. You can download the app for free on iTunes and on Google Play. Just search for The Truck It App. Uh, follow us on social media. We're on all of them. Uh, anything from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, also Snapchat, which we love some Snapchats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, and, and come meet us. Like, usually we're out at all the festivals and, and events, and, you know, we love to talk to people who are passionate about food trucks. So. Yeah, if you have an idea, reach out. Absolutely. We'd love to hear it. If you want to buy a truck, reach out. Right. There you go. Well, thank you so much, Josh, Travis. Thank you guys for having us. Thanks for the beer. Appreciate it. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's Kurt's awesome. awesome. That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. Woo! I'll be free